0: This case is going to hit media attention within the next few days like crazy.
1: Welcome to Talk Murder to Me. So, you know what I keep thinking about, John, that you and I kind of watched last night? What? The Chuck E. Cheese conspiracy theory.
0: Oh, yeah. That's so... that. That theory is so fucked. You'll mm. never want to go to Chuck E. Cheese again. You well, know what I it mean, is? I'm an
1: adult, so. But um, I mean, I regret h- ever having gone as a child. You believe it? Yes. But do you, you know, know what, what we're it talking is? about? Mm-hmm. The, the, pizza? the pizza. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, um uh, so on our forum, Taco Supremo Ashley, Ashley in Ireland, she posted um, about. With, so there's a whole bunch of threads about like conspiracy theories, and Julie's got posted a bunch, and Ashley posted one about the taco the chucky e. uh, cheese. Chuck e. cheese and i was watching this video it was like a, an hour and a half youtube video it was like Shane dawson yes did you watch that whole thing No, but i know about it it was very interesting i mean not just that because it paralleled uh, like another story that was kind of batshit crazy but yeah i believe it i do tell them what the conspiracy so is. so the conspiracy is that chucky e. cheese if a customer does not finish eating the whole pizza instead of discarding the leftover I'm sorry, pizza I'm looking
2: at the TV uh, I think I've lost some weight in my face
1: Hey looking what good Yeah so um so employees instead of discarding the leftover pizza they take it to the back in the kitchen and put it together with new pieces of pizza for the next customer who wants it And so they'll, like, melt cheese, on additional cheese on top of it, basically, and reheat it so it kind of looks the same. And so there are a lot of pictures on, like, Google image, if you Google, like, Chuck E. Cheese pizza, about how, like, when you order pepperoni pizza and there's a slice in the middle of pepperoni, like, you should see the pepperoni on the other half of the pizza. But there's just, like, blatantly, like, it doesn't fit. But not only that, and that happened when these guys were ordering pizza at Chuck E. Cheese, but... The If you were to look at the pizza slicer, so if you slice a pizza and they mm-hmm. have like the the big chopper things, mm-hmm. when you slice the pizza, they're small pieces, but they should line up. They don't line up. See, I don't remember this happening when, when I went to Chuck E. Cheese. No, neither do I. I mean, I, I was young whenever I went to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. I mean, I, I was like. Do you recall like there was also a Wacky Willy's place? You're <laughs> do you remember Wacky Willy's? There was a Wacky Willy's where I lived too.
2: No, but I do remember Discovery Zone.
1: Was that um, DZ? M- yeah, maybe. Or f- I thought it was called like the Fun Zone or something. Maybe.
2: I think there. I don't know. There are a few places like that, but Discovery Zone was the best. They had the little rolly slide that you roll down, and they mm-hmm. like it was like a it was Jungle Gym, but it was better than Chuck E. Cheese because it weren't you weren't in those gross tubes. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. They talked a lot about, like, all that sort of stuff but, at Chuck E. Cheese, actually. But you know what is the worst about Chuck E. Cheese for me when I was what? a kid? Was not just the fact that it was those tubes, but I was a large child just because I'm tall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was taller than most of my friends. And I had a very difficult time in the Chuck E. Cheese tubes. So when everyone was having fun, I was, like, literally, like, <laughs> stuck. There were Hell. multiple ti- There were multiple times where I got stuck. Like, I was, like, in a, like, fetal position. Like, it was bad. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, after...
1: Actually, speaking of those tubes, I talk a little bit about um thing disgusting things that are found in those tubes, like... Condoms? No, like poo. Oh. Vomit.
0: There's like a dead rat in one of them.
1: And the, like the ball pits. And then they talked a lot about how like Chuck E. Cheese is like the craziest form of gambling. It like teaches yeah. kids how to gamble yeah. and all yeah. this stuff. And the games are rigged, actually, too. Yeah. So it was very fascinating. So I I didn't like. I liked, but
2: also didn't like the spider stomp game. I don't remember. Because the queen spider was mean looking.
1: I think any spider is mean looking.
2: But I liked the ski ball. Yeah. Um. What else did I like? I liked whack a mole. Whack a mole. What about you, John? Did you play?
1: I've hey, never been. You've never been to a Chuck E. Cheese? No, I've there's never one been. in North Charleston. Is it in? What's the? There's another one too, like similar name. Like we had, I don't. There's Wacky Willy's where I lived, and there's like something random. Yeah,
0: but why would I go now, knowing that it's
1: true? I would uh, hope that you
2: wouldn't go now. Um, well, let's just go to Dave and Buster's instead, except there's none near here. I've never been to a Dave and Buster's. <gasps> oh my god, actually. so fun, so fun. I, we used to do laser tag as I got oh, older. Oh yeah, there was, was a fun. laser tag. We had a laser tag too. It was in the old mill in Fall River, and it was called LaserGate. Which, funny, ironically, well, not ironically, as we learned at Moore said, not everything is ironic, too. But um, this past year, during the AFC Championship game, when they someone was shining a, a laser into Tom Brady's face, and they called that LaserGate, not for the pats, but, like, for the other thing. And I was like, oh, my God, LaserGate, when I was a kid. Huh. It was I didn't laser know that. that was happening. Yeah, LaserGate, and it was an old mill, and, like, there was, like, this old crickety elevator to get up there, and it was, like, creepy. But then when you got up there, it was fine. That mm. was fun. It was fun. Yeah, so
1: I, I was, like, oddly craving pizza when I was watching it, but then I was like, oh, oh I kind of want to go throw up after yeah,
0: watching that. Yeah, it was that. gross. It was nasty. I
1: mean, well, the guy
0: brought out the pizza, and as soon as he put it down, it was obvious that it was just a mix, and, the, of and then other they talked pieces. to one of the
1: waitresses, and she was like, "Ha ha! Like I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, it was like, or, super like she she like did wouldn't directly answer their question.
0: And the one guy he came and busted the table, and he left the pizza there, almost like he was going to come back and get it just
1: for the pizza. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. I believe it mm. totally, hundred percent.
0: Yeah. So I cannot believe that we're back here. So when we did the first episode, I didn't think there were going to be a part 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew there was going to be updates,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but literally part 2 I mean the the day after we recorded, like breaking news came out. Crazy. Right? So, and,
1: do they do we have a resolution on this case? Or? Um, we
0: have a part 2 on this case. Okay. <laughs> Not all right. a full resolution yet, but I definitely wanted to Get everybody up to speed.
1: Well, we actually did, we got we got a, a, quite a few theories that came yeah. in from our tacos, um, and we're working on setting up a Google phone number for our Taco Supremos if they want to leave us messages for us to play and uh, give us your your theories, your opinions on episodes that we do. So we're working on getting that out, and that'll be on our yeah. tacoorder
0: I'll put that number in the forum for you guys at the very top, and I'll I'll try to register it tonight. Just call in. Leave a voice message, just talk about anything, and we'll put it on the podcast, like yeah. theories and stuff like that.
1: But before I re- uh, I play um, our very first fan voice message, actually, you have something else that you're going to share from another Taco Supremo. Wow. I'll read, we had a, uh, just a couple of new five-star reviews on iTunes that I want to shout out, and one of them, I think, is very good in the running to get our swag bag that we talked about last episode where the best and most well-written new review that we get will get a talk murder to me swag bag with stickers and all kinds of great stuff oh yeah Um, we'll do it up so i'm gonna read both of these reviews now this one says great historic show i normally don't subscribe to to crime pods only because they scare me a bit lol but the host did an amazing job of discussing these murders in fun way I found myself listening to entire episodes in my first sitting. Subscribed. And this one from Chevette says, Hello, I am loving your podcast. You guys leave have such great commentary and I'm learning so much. You three are making my long car rides for work much more enjoyable. Something funny happened to me the other day driving home from work, though. Like I said, I was driving home, crawling through the brain tree Split, While listening to your second installment of the Ted Bundy stories, I noticed the guy in the car in front of me was acting very strange. He was moving in his seat a bunch, checking himself out in the mirror, looking around. He started putting on a hat, but then would switch to change the hat. Did this at least five times while I was watching Uh him. I texted Danny the license plate the the and car model just in case anything came up. My immediately my immediate thoughts were, oh, my God, he's pulling a Ted Bundy and changing his appearance. And then uh, emoji, scream emoji. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it was nothing, but I think I'm becoming more aware of what's going on around me. And I think that's something you guys should be proud of. Ooh, wow. Not only are you guys telling great, interesting stories, but because of your podcast, I, and hopefully everyone else listening, are paying more attention because you never know what's going on right in front of you, especially with all the human tra- trafficking going on. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys for what you do. And thank you for making my commutes more enjoyable cheers wow that is that was great.
0: great i didn't even know you you're allowed to leave that no long. <laughs> yeah, there is apparently
1: no character limit guys go nuts <laughs> I thought it was, <laughs> that was like a
0: awesome 200 review. character limit that's good uh, who, who was that top
1: who? that that was uh chevette. chevette
0: chevette i don't think anyone's gonna top that all right so we're gonna announce the winner on taco tuesday next week that is february 19th and we're going to announce the winner on that episode now, I'm going to spruce it up a bit because I don't think anyone's going to beat that last review. But I'm going to throw my own $25 Amazon gift card Ooh. in the running, too. Sweet and that's going to be so it's going to be the book signed by us, some stickers, and an Amazon gift card. If you can beat that one that we just heard, what was her name again? Chevette. Chevette. If you can beat Chavette, I doubt it. But
1: go for it, guys. Go nuts. And like yeah. like we said, I, I'm pretty sure there's no character limit, it seems. Yeah. All right. So I want to get those out there. But here is. um. Oh, wait. Do you want to read
2: players first and then we'll get into the story? All right. OK, guys. So as you know, some of, some of you guys have me on Snapchat um, and other various forms of social media. I got a Snapchat video from our Taco Supremo Lauren the other day about a murder that happened across the street from her house p.s
1: lauren has anyone ever told you you look just like alex from modern family yes and
0: that is a very good thing that's a good thing oh yeah she's beautiful she's beautiful and she looks super smart well obviously
2: so here's a video from (laughs) lauren okay documenting the experience came home
1: show you the house so my house That house right there, that's their house, and there's blood, that That black stuff right there, right in front of it, is blood in the snow, so they haven't cleaned it up yet, but I guess,
2: ooh, my brother just hit the house. Ooh. I hope you're enjoying the snowy weather, Lauren, and thank you very much for that video submission. Send us some updates about yeah. what happened with that case.
0: And and scoop up some of that snow blood and no! send it to us. No! <laughs> I'm pretty sure that would be
2: contaminating <laughs> your crime scene. Uh, I'll go pee in it,
0: and then the red and yellow will make no.
1: blue. No. Nope, nope. Also not how it works. Yeah,
0: red yellow makes blue. Red and orange. orange. Red and, well, my pee is usually orange.
2: That still doesn't make blue. Blue you can't make is a primary color. What makes
0: with red and yellow? Orange. orange. Oh, orange. Oh, yeah. All right. Send us some of that orange
2: snowblood. <laughs> orange, you glad you never studied your primary colors? <laughs>
1: oh, is funny.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, we have some theories, right, Nicole? Yeah. What are they?
2: Nicole, it's Heather, and I've got a theory for the Valerie episode, and I think that she was either one in a sex trafficking ring or two she uh was in a prostitution ring and the reason i think that is because they probably want to suppose like in a high income area they need a pimp maybe something like that you know just want to get rid of that suitcase in a in a high profile area um, around their clientele potentially um, but I think the mom knows who it is for sure, and I think she is just too embarrassed to say something or also scared for her life. So that's my theory, and that's Will's theory, too, and we're sticking to it. Yeah, I mean,
1: you listen to her say that, you know, there's a, that she there's girls, and then she doesn't specify. It sort of makes you think, okay, who are these girls? Are they the other girls and, like, you know, the other hookers? And they've been going missing, get killed, whatever,
2: so... She knew something. The mom knows something, we think. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. I'd also like to make a comment about the mother's... Um, You, you made a comment that you thought she was very composed. She was very composed, which, again, I said is kind of like either she was showing much strength during a time of tragedy, which it was. But also, I did think it was a little suspicious. I just... I don't know. I didn't want to be so cynical. But you you know thought what? the mom was suspicious because she wasn't like emotional about it, or yeah, she was like. And I know it's. I know there are strong women out there who can be composed in times like that. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I just thought it was very.
1: Hmm.
2: It was just kind of. It was bizarre. I. I know. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I mean,
0: I, what what do you think we're going to talk about tonight?
1: I mean, like, I. Hope what's the new update? I'm. Uh, I'm assuming that we've got. S- like one of these theories has kind of come to light. Like either there's a serial killer out in New York or it, I, I mean, I actually really like Heather and Will's uh, mm-hmm. guess. The prostitution thing kind of makes sense, but I, but that would also imply that the mother knew something, I think, mm-hmm. which I can see what you guys are saying.
0: What about the ex-boyfriend?
1: I'm not counting him out. People are most likely murdered by people who they already know. So the ex-boyfriend is kind of an, a good peg, but the weird thing, you know, when she said that her boyfriend made her feel safer when he was there, it makes you think like, well, maybe... Boyfriend or pimp? Ooh. Oh, you think the ex-boyfriend's a pimp? I'm just saying. Well, like,
0: she works at Barnes and Noble. She's not a That hooker. doesn't mean I, anything.
1: You, you can have a, an ex, a side job.
0: I mean, no. If you're a hooker, you're a hooker. Like, <laughs> I mean, you make a lot of money doing that. Do you? I... I don't see you working at think Barnes and Noble. You make Noble. a lot of
1: money as a hooker. Why don't you try it, John, You make a lot of money as a hooker. Well, your pimp makes a lot of money when you're a hooker.
0: What if you don't have a pimp?
1: There aren't too many freelance.
0: I- Eileen Warnos didn't have a pimp. Eileen
1: Warnos. Why do I know that name? She was From the, the seri- monster,
0: the serial ah. killer.
1: She didn't need a pimp.
2: She yeah, was her own goddamn but pimp. But <laughs> <laughs> also, she didn't make a lot
1: of money. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, she did. No, she didn't. Well, she would kill the guys and take their money. But she she didn't make that money from just hooking.
0: (laughs) Yeah, hooking. Okay, I am uh, on Twitter right now, and a uh, woman named Hannah Dellinger, she is a multimedia journalist and fellow reporting for the Hearst, Connecticut median number one dog mom, taco purist
1: oh Oh. like our taco
0: (laughs) yeah you can reach her at hannah.dellinger at greenwichtime.com now she put a fantastic timeline of the events as they happen so we're going to run through the events again to get you guys up to speed Mm -hmm. unless you guys want to try to recap
1: well okay so valerie reyes is a 20 something year old young woman living in new rochelle yeah, um,
0: she's
1: 24. 24. She had just broken up with her ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. like a week earlier or something like that. She, she was last seen, what, a week and a half ago taking out money at an ATM twice. In the middle Two and 6.30
2: or something like that.
1: And she was never seen again after that. And she was found in a red um, suitcase on the side of the road in Greenwich, Greenwich, Hoity Toity neighborhood.
0: Reyes, twenty-four years old of New Rochelle, is remembered by her neighbors as an effervescent, friendly, and happy young woman. She lived alone in a basement apartment, and her neighbors said she played with their kids. This is February seventh that this lady writes this.
2: Oh, also her bedsheet was missing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: February seventh. Also, she works at Barnes and Noble in. Eastchester, for s- nearly three years. She was there when the place opened up. She never misses work. She's always on time. I mean, she was there from the the start of it, mm-hmm. you know? She's like family. Her home, she just went missing. No one knew she was murdered. She went missing. She took her iPhone, obviously, her iPad, obviously, her clothes, and much more weird, she took her bed sheet, okay? Mm-hmm. So... A lot of people thought she was running away. She broke up with her boyfriend about a week ago. And maybe she just got sick of it all. She's up there in the big city. Maybe she's.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: February 8th, around 8 a.m. in the morning, highway road workers, the guys that pick up the trash on the side of the street, they look over and they find a red suitcase. And if you if you haven't listened to part one, go back. I'm not going to go through all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But she was found tied up and stuffed in that red suitcase Mm -hmm. and the suitcase was thrown off the side of the road in a very high net worth area of glenville road in greenwich Mm -hmm. connecticut so all the hedge fund homes Mm -hmm. were there and when we were talking about this last time we brought up the ex-boyfriend his suspect we went through his twitter profile yeah and he was saying i miss you Val," and you know, right. help us find her and all this. Please stuff. contact yeah, us please with contact. any
1: information. hmm.
0: Also, uh, Valerie's mother came out and said that the night before she went missing. She called her. And was paranoid and frightened out of her mind. Her mother had to calm her down. Because she said, I think. Somebody is going to murder me. That's right. She that's said exactly uh, yeah. what she said.
1: That's probably a pretty yeah. important piece of that. And
0: yeah, and if you guys listen to the Fresno paranoia episode we did for Togus Primos,
1: mm-hmm. it kind
0: of relates to that because it's like, a, is it a premonition, or does she actually know someone's going to come kill her?
1: Well, in the Fresno one, we also that guy could have killed himself actually. Yeah, but that's yeah. definitely
2: not the case in this one.
0: Yeah. So yeah. is that was
1: a crazy one. Well, police. Well, you don't
2: think she could tie herself up and fold into a suitcase and close her from the inside?
1: And throw herself off
2: the side of the road?
1: Yeah. I'm going to say that's a stretch. I definitely think there's foul play involved.
0: The police missing poster that I showed you guys last week and the news report that came out, at the very last line was, she suffers from anxiety and depression. Mm. So suicide was definitely a motive if that happened. Mm -hmm. But we find out that that could not have been the case or it was very highly unlikely that she could bind both her arms and her legs, stuff herself into a suitcase, and then be thrown off the side of the road. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't make any sense. Someone actually put her in there. right? Keep in mind that uh, Valerie told her mom that there was no specific person that wanted to kill her. Mm-hmm. It was just.
1: Because there were other girls missing.
0: Exactly. She said there's other girls missing. Getting murdered. And we're going to talk about that a little bit too. But. she, It's not like she wouldn't say. It was more like she just. Yeah. Didn't know. She had a premonition. Or maybe she did know. And just didn't want to tell her mom. Mm. At 6.30 a.m. on January 30th. Police inform the mother that surveillance videos showed her daughter at Chase Bank near Radio City Music Hall in New York City. Mm-hmm. Her family had hired a private investigator on January 31st, and that guy also found an ATM video of her at 2 a.m. on January 30th in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So... She lives in New Rochelle, which is like an hour away from Manhattan. Greenwich, Connecticut, where her body was found, is about 14 miles away from her basement apartment in New Rochelle. Mm -hmm. February 12th. A suspect has been arrested. Ooh. Which brings us to part two. Yeah. I didn't even know this was going to be a part two just yet. I just thought it was going to be an update. But this has turned a completely new turn okay any last guesses what do you guys think who is the suspect is it the ex-boyfriend
2: um i i i don't know
1: now i yeah i I kind of i'm kind of leaning towards other girls missing um i i do kind of like the prostitution theory Mm mm-hmm or, or one of the guesses that I came up with last time was the um that she saw something that she shouldn't have if New Rochelle is a rough mm-hmm. area so I'm gonna stick with that mm-hmm.
0: they arrested the ex-boyfriend oh, because he was using shoot. he was using Valerie's ATM cards after she went missing
2: oh now
0: do you remember the entire time last episode I was like there's no way yep it yeah, be you were her. very it,
1: anti-boyfriend. There was no way
0: it could be him.
1: Mm-hmm. We were all up on that the first half mm-hmm. of the episode, but we changed our mind.
0: Yeah, there was no way. Hold on one second. Well, one I wasn't 100% convinced it wasn't him. But On February 12th, police have finally arrested a suspect. The ex-boyfriend, I might add.
1: Damn. I really didn't think it was him.
0: And on February 13th, yesterday Mm -hmm. yesterday the day after the boyfriend was arrested this was posted if you don't read that jen
2: today is the day i will be saying farewell to you one last time i'll keep you in my heart forever and i hope you know i i'll think about all the times we had every single day you changed my life in so many ways i hope you rest in peace i love you so much valerie
1: wait so he was already arrested after he posted this
2: he just posted this
0: 55 minutes ago.
1: Couldn't believe it when you told me no one ever gifted you flowers. I want you, I want to shower you with flowers and love when you told me. You were looking forward to Valentine's Day, and so I stand here giving you the endless love that you deserve. Happy Valentine's Day, Val. All right. It's pretty morbid. It's just, I don't know. It's, not, it's I mean, well, maybe it's just because it, we now know that he was arrested. But, okay, it's weird because he was arrested and he's posting this.
0: I said ex-boyfriend. I didn't say this boyfriend.
1: Wait, what? The guy
0: that got arrested was this guy. An ex-boyfriend that she had broken up with years ago.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Yes. So I, when we went through this guy's Twitter yesterday, and my experience in the Army of reading people, I knew that this guy couldn't have done it. Huh. And he got so much shit from everyone online saying dude you're suspect you just need to come forward and this guy actually loves loved that girl i mean look he's post he's mm-hmm. posting all these flowers all and right. stuff well i'm a jerk so
1: no you're not a jerk <laughs> i didn't mean
0: to come out that <laughs> well way.
1: i just thought i thought that that's the ex-boyfriend yeah. you were talking about which that would have been really weird if he was still posting that
0: no he's posting that because he literally lost the love of his life mm. and i when we were scrolling through his facebook even when I, because I first saw it, oh, the ex-boyfriend got arrested, and I was like, there's no way. I, I know there's no way that this guy did it. Huh. And then as I started digging in, it wasn't him. It was an earlier ex-boyfriend.
1: Gotcha. Now,
0: a lot of media sources are saying it's him. It's because they really? can't do any two seconds worth oh, of damn research.
1: Oh, they just assumed it was the most they recent assumed, ex-boyfriend.
0: Yeah. Oh. And... I'm surprised this guy's even got his Twitter up anymore. Well,
1: keep in mind though, you said that he, like, he Val did break up with him. This guy that we're talking about right now at the flowers. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, I mean, that's
0: still. But we looked at his stuff, and I, and I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
1: no, I'm not. I'm not arguing yeah. that. I'm just saying, like, well, they, she, they did break up. She broke up with him. So I think it is. Yeah. Sorry, I it's didn't, not I didn't, like he was actively her boyfriend.
0: Let me tell you about the the actual asshole that. Got to yeah. list this guy right here. Or here's a modeling pic of him, if you read that. Ew,
1: he looks gross. Javier Enrique? Ha- All right. Come on. Javier Enrique. Come on. You can't make that name up.
0: <laughs> this case is going to hit media attention within the next few days like crazy. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't want to uh-uh. get into the reason, but I want to... Tell you why you're going to be seeing this all over the news.
2: All
1: right.
0: Because you will be seeing this all over the news. Quote, Javier Enrique da Silva Rojas, a citizen of Portugal, entered the U.S. May 8th, 2017, through a visa waiver program. However, he failed to leave the United States within the required time frame. The U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement told Fox News in a statement, quote, he was arrested by federal authorities on felony kidnapping charges February 12th and is currently in the custody of the U.S. Marshal Service pending criminal proceedings. ICE, you know, the company mm-hmm. or the um, organization ICE, yep. lodged a detainer with the U.S. Marshal Service February 13th Pursuant to the detainer, ICE will aim to take custody of Da Silva for immediate removal when he is released from criminal custody. Can you guys tell me why this is going to get really big? Because of the immigration thing. There you go. And I don't want to get into that, Mm. but I'm just going to show you some tweets. Okay. This one says, then get the hell out of America, then build the wall. You could be the next victim. Illegal immigrant." Javier allegedly confessed to the murder of 20-year-old Valerie Reyes of Westchester and this is some Twitter guy. I I have hundreds of those. Yeah. It was hard for me to do research because of all of that, okay? All I'm, I I want to say, I don't take a stance on anything. I'm not a po- I don't care about politics, but here's a stance I am going to take. The mother and the family are trying to grieve mm-hmm. right now. What assholes want to start this shit right now because they're seeing it all and yeah. it's going to get all over national TV and they're trying to grieve. They're doing the funeral services and stuff like that. And they can't stop getting bombarded with this stuff. Yeah, Do you see what I'm saying? saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's sad. I, I'm not. I don't take one side of the other. I could care less. I'm saying I'm for the side of the family. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on the crime. Let's focus on the punishment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't know. Am I on my soapbox?
1: No. No. God, I, there was like so much in that little, in that big statement that you read. Yeah. Would you mind like breaking, Yeah, I'm breaking break down, down. some of those pieces?
0: When Heather and Will had that theory, I'm borderline with that too, because I think there may be a, se- I know there's sex trafficking, but there may have been a chance that, She was involved? Not involved, but was about to be.
1: Or he was trying to get her into that? Exactly. Ah.
0: Something like that. I mean,
1: So this guy, so Javier, how old is is he? Her age? Do you know how old?
0: Um, They had dated a long time ago, and they had met on, you know, like Tinder or something. Mm -hmm. He was the one caught using the cards. Now, I'm going to, this is the complaint, the U.S. complaint from, uh. The detectives, right? So we're going to... Oh, wow. Yeah, so we're going to kind of read from this. This is from the United States of America versus Javier Enrique de Silva Rojas. Southern District of New York, Daniel McKenna being duly, duly sworn deposes and says that he is special agent with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. So the FBI is involved and charges the followers. So the FBI is charging this guy. And if you want to read... The first one, because this is really important stuff.
1: De Silva Rojas kidnapped a woman, Valerie Reyes, the victim in New, New Rochelle, New York, bound her feet and hands, and placed packing tape over her mouth. Put her in a suitcase and transported her body to Greenwich, Connecticut, where he disposed of her body, resulting in the death of the victim.
0: This guy, Javier Rojas, he said, "No, it's not. It's not what it seems." I was over at her apartment and we were having consensual sex and during that process she fell off the bed and hit her head and then she died. Mm. And 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 most and I saw some people like on the, some of the forums say, Okay, she hit her head and she's dead or dying. Most people would, you know, call nine one one not bind up and put their her in feet, a suitcase their hands and put them in a suitcase and then and drive throw them to out Granit- Granit- to fucking, Granit- like trash yeah so um that's his story so, and he's sticking to it so
1: so he so he's essentially admitting that she died in his presence yes and is he admitting that he did do that to the body yes what the fuck yeah what a what a looney tune
2: there are a lot of portuguese people in new bedford i love portuguese culture I love Portuguese food you know what we should do we should make
1: was he Portuguese or Puerto Rican did I miss that Portuguese oh
2: yeah we should um we should make we should find a healthy recipe for chicken Mozambique have you ever had chicken Mozambique I don't think so it's very good if you find me like a
1: recipe that you would that's regular I can probably find
2: substitutions for things it's just like it's just sauce it's like I use White wine, and, and it's spicy, but it's like, it's really, Mozambique sauce, it's the type of sauce, it's like, you can do any type of meat, or shrimp, too. Hmm. It's very yeah. good. It's very good. I'm sure I can. Come um, also, corn spit, which means um, meat on a stick, they they do uh, steak hmm. skewers, so good. You guys just need to come, just come to New Bedford with me. I can't go
0: up there, Jen, it's too, you got all this shit going on. Too many people killing people. It's that's too cold. There's a, that, too many people. That's in New York. Come come with me to the farm, Jen. Help me milk some damn cows. Okay, mm-hmm. when? Deliver some calf. When? Jen, you wouldn't last five seconds on a cow shitting farm. you wanna bet? Stepping all in do you wanna bet? Doo doo between your toes. you wanna bet? No, because I don't really want to go out there either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can do anything I set my fucking mind to. <laughs>
0: All right. Let me just run down this right quick. All right, now, this is from the sworn statement of the FBI agent. Upon inspecting the suitcase, law enforcement officers found a deceased female in her twenties to thirties with shoulder-length black hair. The female was barefoot with an unbuttoned shirt and denim jeans. She was bound at the feet and knees, and her head and her hands were bound behind her back with what appeared to be white twine and packing tape there were also packing tape there was also packing tape over her mouth and chin there were obvious signs of head trauma including bruising around the face and a large hematoma to the deceased victim's forehead at the time law enforcement discovered the body the deceased female was in the early stages of decomposition with mottling around her hands and feet Okay, here's what happened. The ex-boyfriend everyone thought it did. Yeah. He can the meet when the media reached out to him and he found out it was this guy. He said to the media, that guy moved to California years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. And he thought he was out of Long the freaking gone. state.
2: Mm.
0: Here's what I think happened. He was living in the area. He came over to the house unexpectedly maybe or maybe He was threatening her, and that's why she called her mom, but she didn't want to tell her mom.
1: Then it was him. It it sounds like this guy has been like a bad news guy.
0: Exactly. That's why she didn't want to tell her mom. Mm -hmm. He came over, maybe things, they got in an argument or whatever.
2: Maybe he raped
1: her. He tied her up,
0: beat the shit out of her, raped her, and then before she died, put her in the suitcase and threw <gasps> her out there
1: before she died. Yes, she that's what a lot suitcase? of people are
0: saying. Yeah. Before she was actually dead. Aww. So she, that's why she had tape on her mouth and stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they put tape on her mouth, ma- mouth, arms so behind she the back. Breathe, yeah. And literally put her in a suitcase and threw oh. her out.
1: It's disgusting. Yeah.
0: It's disgusting. Mm. It's fucking, it's fucking disgusting. And you know, what's even more disgusting. All these people talking about this shit. It made me so mad seeing all that shit. You don't put hashtag Valerie Reyes and then you put hashtag build a wall. Yeah. The family fucking sees that shit. That's the last thing they want to fucking hear about. They're Mexican. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That is true.
2: Exactly. God damn.
0: Fuck these people. That's wrong with Americans. Are they
2: Mexican or are they Puerto Rican? They're Mexican. They're the the Reyeses oh, are right. Mexican. Okay.
0: Now, his. His boyfriend that didn't kill her was Filipino, right. and he is Portuguese. I'm pretty sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, isn't this crazy shit? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, I mean, yeah. he just like came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. No shit.
1: Based on my review of account records from bank used by the victim, the bank with a location in New Rochelle, New New York, bank branch one. I know that on or about January 29th, 2019, the victim's debit card was used. Specifically, at approximately 5 a.m., the victim's debit card was used at an ATM at Bank Branch 1 to withdraw approximately $1,000. Oh, so we talked about that. It was a large sum of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, based on my review of footage from City of New Rochelle pole camera located in area Bank Branch 1 and my review footage from the Bank Branch 1 ATM I know that on or about January 29th, 2019, at approximately 5 a.m., a black Honda CRV pulled up towards the Bank Branch 1 and parked across the street in a neighboring parking lot. An an individual exited the vehicle, crossed the street, and entered the Bank Branch 1 vestibule. The individual, who appeals to be male, wore a black hooded sweatshirt over his head, dark pants, black sneakers with white soles. The individual then exited Bank Branch 1, entered the Honda, and drove westbound.
0: He was there with her... Withdrawing that cash,
1: so she was alive at that point. Yeah, we think.
0: So he's not technically his visa ran out. So maybe he was trying to get money, and then oh, it says that he's also twenty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they he looks, actually he looks
1: older, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah they
0: they ran the plates of that car. The Department of Motor Vehicles said that the car, the Honda that he was driving is registered to a company with an address in Flushing, New York. Mm -hmm. Based on public source information, I also know that the Mm -hmm. company is the parent company of a rental car company.
1: Hmm. So it was a rental car.
0: Yeah. On February 9, 2009, law enforcement contacted the car sharing company's regional security director. The regional security director confirmed that the Honda was located in the car sharing company parking lot at the Flushing address. The regional security director further stated that the Honda was rented by an individual, which was Javier da Silva. We don't have them down here, but I guess they're a car rental. I mean, like we have car rentals, but these are like
1: daily car like a like you for the day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So Javier admitted that they had a relationship with each other about a year before this all goes down. On February 11, 2019, officers from the Greenwich Police Department and the New Rochelle Department arrested Javier Da Silva, the defendant, based on the probable cause of the crime of larceny based on his use of the victim's debit card. On February 12, 2019, Javier Da Silva was interviewed by the New Rochelle Police Department. At the beginning of the interview, Da Silva... Was Miranda in Spanish. De Silva Rojas mm-hmm. then waived his Miranda rights and stated in substance and in part that on or about January 29, 2009, he had sex with the victim at the victim's residence. And then he noted that at some point, Valerie, at some point, Valerie fell off the bed and onto the floor and hit her head. Rojas then indicated that he. Place packing tape over her mouth, (laughs) bound her legs and hands, and put her in a suitcase. He then said that he placed the suitcase in his car and drove away. After driving for some time, da Silva stated that he placed the suitcase in a, quote, forest. Now, that may have been a mistranslation from Spanish. I'm wondering
1: why they read him as Miranda writes in Spanish if he's from Portugal.
0: Maybe he knows Spanish more than Portuguese. I don't know.
1: I mean, it could have been, I mean, it was a wooded area, like wooded area, it was like common area where she was dropped off, so, yeah. you yeah. know, it's kind of, you know, kind of close. So, she falls off, according to his story, she falls off the bed, hits her head, and he, instead of trying to do something, he just puts some tape over her mouth, she's still alive, unconscious, and he puts her in a suitcase. And she dies in the suitcase of f- asphyxiation. Yeah. Asphyxiation? Is that the
0: right Here's one? something I also found that I want to talk about you want to read that, Jen?
2: Police search for teen girl who went missing two days before murder victim Valerie Reyes in the same town. So this is from
0: uh, Crime Online. This talks about what she was saying. Two oh. days before Valerie Reyes goes missing, another teen girl from the same town of <laughs> New Rochelle goes missing.
1: Do you think he had anything to do with it?
0: I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Maybe it was uh, some type of sex trafficking thing. Maybe she really was scared that these girls were going missing, and now we're just starting to find out. maybe Javier has more than one. Exactly. Or maybe Javier was covering for someone, Mm. if that makes sense. Maybe there's something bigger involved. Who knows? So the girl's name is Wendy Vanessa Barrios Ramirez. And I'm sorry if I pronounced it all messed up. She's Hispanic, 5'2", medium build, black hair with blonde highlights brown eyes 130 pounds she goes missing two days so mm-hmm. maybe there's more that will come up and i i'm just waiting to see of uh, more girls that pop up that are missing that haven't been reported yet so maybe there is a real sex trafficking thing going on and then uh, that's another thing i want to talk about like if that's a real thing so yeah. you girls like be cautious of the, about yeah. the online datings and shit like that
1: yeah, actually, that was part of one of the things that was in that Chuck E. Cheese video that we were watching. Yeah, it was like combined. It was very well done, woven in about a story about his friend who was um, dating this guy from Europe, and he turned out to be a psychopath, and she was pretty sure he was trying to traffic her. So, be because they are guys.
2: underground, yeah, there's a lot of ranks. sketchy shit going on, even in my hometown mm-hmm. at the TJ Maxx. There was um. This, there was an article on the local radio station. A woman and her sister were shopping in TJ Maxx, and uh, two women approached. Like they, she, like the um, they got separated. The sister and and the lady they were were looking at separate things, and two women approached her. The one woman and started talking to her about God and um, like going joining their Bible study and everything like that the sister came back, and she was like, she's not interested, and, and they're like, no, no, she was just saying that she was gonna come with us to the, to the, um, Bible study, and the sister, I guess, was like, no, like, she's not interested, like, please leave us alone, and so they kind of got weirded out, um, and they, like, walked away, and then the ladies, like, I don't remember the full details, if they saw the two women, like, go talk to, like, a, like, a guy that was kind of, like, trailing them like or if um they got into a van outside of the tj max and drove away or something like that but hmm. i guess they were like i, I don't know like they guess that the two ladies were asked to leave by story management and they think it was like a like one of those trafficking, trafficking rings because there's they're coming up everywhere
1: Cheese, it's nuts
2: based on his sentencing
0: right now he's sentenced right now for kidnapping in the first degree and which is punishable by death or life in prison. Mm. Yeah, that's all the news that came out so far about this. And this will probably mm. be, we're not going to do a part three unless it's some huge sex trafficking thing that I want to dive into. Yeah, we can, we'll do we, updates. We can do
1: updates on yeah. com for sure. And I remember um, Becca was so similar to, like, being approached. Becca, I think Becca said that she was approached recently about, like, someone was like, oh, you should do porn or something like that. And I, I someone approached me once when I was at the mall with my sister and approached both, both of us and, like, gave us a business card. But I think that is also um, when people do things like that, it's not genuine. Yeah. It's for sex trafficking.
2: Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm.
1: Now that I think about it, I would have loved to have stopped, asked the woman who asked us about that and be like, so do you do porn? Like, tell me more. Just, I'm fascinated. Not that I'm interested, but t-
2: tell yeah, me I how much you your gonna, life I sucks. You were, I, I, I thought you were going to tell me, now that I think about it, I wish that I would have stopped and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm not really concerned about that. I don't think anyone would come up to me and ask me to do porn, but that's just me. Yeah. I'm just saying. Jen, will you do porn? No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. No one
0: comes up to me and asks me to do porn besides a bunch of guys. I'll probably get that. Or maybe not. I don't know. I want people to know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got, man. It's
1: not a bunch of uh, shit. Well, kind of no, no. It's, it, it was good. I know there, um, a lot of tacos reached out to us about this one since it was an open case and trying to figure out what was going on, so... Uh, it's kind of crazy that as soon as we put mm. the episode out, there was another update. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I know. Cool. that is the story as of right now. February what's today, February fourteenth, February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. National, yes, Happy Valentine's Day,
1: National Jen Collins Appreciation Day. Yes, and Stella the Coonhound's birthday.
0: Yep, and the, so that is the story for tonight, Valentine's Day, uh, at nine fifteen. Any updates will be on Talk Murder. For our Supremos, I'll keep you updated. If you really like this content and want to support a podcast like us, go to talkmurder.com slash join. Pay us $40. We'll send you a badass T-shirt and a badass sticker plus a handwritten note. And also, if you want to win the swag bag, you have to leave a review way better than Chevette's. And that includes The Stranger Beside Me by Ann Rule, the new edition signed by us, some stickers and an Amazon gift card worth $25 from there. So that's all I got.
1: Yeah, that's a good swag bag. Cool. Get after it.
0: can you had less five seconds on a cow shitting You farm. want to bet? Stepping all in doo Do you want to bet? Doo-doo between your toes. Do you want
2: to bet? I can do anything I set my fucking mind to.